I get a medal and they'd be like, re really? And then there were like the bullies in elementary school that were like, you're really cool. And I'd be like, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's not even offensive because you're wrong. Haters back off. It is on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. I have binged it in, uh, I, I think it was, it took me 34 hours to watch the entire sh- series. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the entire first season. It's phenomenal. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm doing okay. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's also really weird to actually be able to talk about it. Yeah. Out loud with people that aren't like my agent or How long has it been a, a secret? Because the sh- I mean, I, I, we'll go into it a little bit, but how long has it been a secret? The character of Emily has been a secret since we started filming in April. Wow. Mhm. So I got to Vancouver and they were like, we're not going to talk about you at all. Like you're going to be a complete secret. And then they've all just gave me like this thumbs up. Like it's going to be so cool. (laughs) And then I was like, great, cool. Why did they want it to be a secret? Well, um, Colleen had expressed how in her live shows and in her YouTube presence as Miranda that she'd never talked about a sister, but she had really talked up all the other characters. Mm -hmm. Like she had put a lot of detail into her mom and talked about, oh, I'm going to do videos with my uncle and Patrick and et cetera. But she'd never talked about a sister. So she felt just for the purpose of the show, it would be a really cool thing for her diehard fans just to be like, oh my God, what? You have one? We've never heard of it because they know every aspect of Miranda's life. It's pretty amazing, the detail at Mm -hmm. which Colleen like really, how intricate Miranda really is. Yeah. And all the details and the layering. Yeah. It's... it's the most, I, I, in my opinion, I think it's the most incredible character to ever emerge from YouTube or the internet ever. I mean, I personally didn't really, I knew of Miranda Sings, but I didn't yeah. really dive into her videos. And then when I started auditioning for the role, I didn't think it would be a good idea to look at her videos because I was like, I don't think this girl really would. Yeah. So I didn't actually start learning about her until I started working with Colleen and you know, we would do scenes in her bedroom, which when they were setting up cameras, she and I would just sit and I'd be like, oh, my God, look at that thing over there. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, well, that's something that I had in my childhood bedroom. And so I sent a picture to the set design people and they just brought it up here. And then I'd point at something else. She'd be like, that's what a fan made for Miranda to show, like the detail and the layers of history just in like this very small bedroom. Yeah, it's amazing. Created in a studio in Vancouver is insane and she knows every aspect of it like back and forth well uh, as a miranda sings fan like as a mega fan who's watched i mean countless hours of the videos the show i binged last weekend was not the show i expected because it's so deep it's so real and it's dark Mm -hmm. it's miranda it's truly the youtube channel for miranda sings is the facade at which she kind of puts out there and this was like the dark reality to how how that's all come to be and how that plays into her daily life it was 
really intense at moments. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's really what sold the show for me personally because yeah. I. I started reading all of them on my flight to Vancouver. So I was just sitting with this like really harsh light over me going through all the scripts. And then I got to the end of the eighth episode. Mm -hmm. No spoilers. But (laughs) I just had to sit in this plane. And I was just suddenly so just down. (laughs) And then watching it, because I watched the entire show as well, the way she actually took that vision from paper and put it on the screen. Yeah. It was just incredible. And you really have to tip your hat to her because it's just (laughs) there aren't a ton of people who really have a vision about where they want a character or where they want a whole story to go and just stick with it until the very end. And that's she did. She did. She wouldn't take she took everyone's opinion, but she wouldn't take something that she was like, I know this is wrong and I know this isn't what this character would do. I know this isn't what this. She was just so loyal to the story yeah. and the characters that she had built. And you have to tip your hat off to that. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is cool. Do you feel like you kind of hold the show together because all the other characters are so irritating and you're like the only normal one? That's what I've heard. I've heard <laughs> a lot of people say you're the only person that really holds it together. And I mean, I guess when you're watching it as a third party outsider you kind of get that feeling because you're like oh she's the only one who's really you know telling her mom that she's crazy telling her sister that she's crazy telling her uncle that he needs to put on pants but (laughs) (laughs) but um I personally think Emily really wouldn't be anything without those characters I think if it was just a show just on Emily that would be Emily in a garage painting that would be just incredibly boring so I think as much as I as much as I think Emily gives the show something, I think it would be nothing without the craziness that the other three, four characters provide. But I also don't think the crazy craziness that the other characters provide would be as crazy if it wasn't juxtaposed against Emily, exactly. who is trying to navigate this normal life in this sea of literal nonsense. Yes, we all complement each other extremely well. But the other thing that, like, I've through binging the show was like they're crazy, but it's. It, it's a different level, right? There's mm-hmm. like reality to where the craziness stems from. Yeah. That to me was the most alarming and the most real, right? Like, yeah. do you get what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like there were, there was human elements to every character, whether it was, you know, uh, your mom or uh, uh, the uncle. Like it, it was just so real. Like I just felt like it was like legitimate and it was crazy. Yeah. That's what I've had to tell people. A lot of people are like, wow, it just seems so strange and so quirky. I'm only in the second or third episode and I really had to push to be like no 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 you have to finish yes you have to follow through to the end because I promise every character becomes just so real and so you're just engaged fully in all of them yeah because at a point they stop being kind of cartoony and just start being real people and you empathize with all of them at a certain point even Miranda who like you're kind of like I want to hate her but I can't you you can't you can't hate Miranda. You can't. Because she's just she's just a lost child. Yeah. With, lost soul. Yeah, with a dream. With a dream. And no sense of reality and delusion just fueling her. Yeah. Yes. I You got it. I, I did an, are, I analyzed every character, dude. I really because I what would you categorize a show? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? I would call it a dramedy. Yeah. Like a dark comedy. I would call it a dark comedy. Just we'd really dabble on the lines of funny into just very Serious, yeah. <laughs> Which one would maybe consider a risk? You know, thinking about who Miranda Singh's main fans are, right? Yes. Young kids. Yes, but I think that's what she wanted, and that's yeah. another thing. I was like, "Go, girl," because I think she was really just like, "I want 
people to take this character seriously. I want people to take this show seriously. And that's not going to happen if it's just Miranda being like, hey, guys. <laughs> and, it was just a huge pivot into reality. Yeah. And like the, the, no more truth, no more facade. It was just... Oh, I, 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 you got. Have you watched it, Dan? I am on episode three. No, I've just finished episode three. I'm going on a four. What Oof. are you thinking? Well, I, it's, like I said, like she holds it together. Everybody's very irritating, and there's times I'm like cringing, but then she comes in and kind of like she's like no, the normal person. Like Miranda's singing at the funeral, and you're like, hey, stop. You know what I mean? Like those type of situations, I was like, oh no. Well, yes. Well, you deal with my cringeworthy singing first before we get to do that. Oh, I was actually going to ask about that. Did you? Do you sing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you don't. When when they told you you were going to sing, what were you you, like, no? Well, when they told me I was going to sing, I was like in my trailer practicing because I don't know if you guys have heard Colleen sing in real life. She's pretty good. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Pretty good is not even, she's phenomenal. So I was like, yo, I'm about to be in this big (laughs) church with all these people singing. So I was practicing and then I got there and, um, I was like, okay, I have Amazing Grace down, and I was ready to belt it. And then they were like, all right, so you're going to sing, like, scared, bad, shaky. <laughs> I, we, I, they're all, and I was just like, I, I did one musical in high school, literally one, and it was a chorus line, and I happened to play the girl who could not sing. Uh, good. So I was like, okay. oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. But there were still people around, and I could yeah. see all of them. It's not like theater where everyone's kind of pitch black but yeah. I was petrified but do, but oh do you God. psych yourself out because you're coming ready to belt it and now the director's like you know what I rather have the natural you know you being scared you being nervous but you, you've already you're in the mindset of killing it I, well, killing it is a <laughs> generous term. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. I'm just Maybe in, her, in her mind, she's like eardrum. <laughs> in your mind, you're like, I'm going to belt it. I'm going to, you know what I mean. I'm going to own it. Whatever. I was ready to Lady Gaga it, but um, I think it actually helped. It become more real. I mean, when I was watching it, I literally was like, wow, that's me actually sitting there like, I'm about to sing. <laughs> I'm not even like, I don't even know if I was listening to the lines at that point. I think I just went mute and I was like, we're about to stand up and sing in front of all <laughs> these strangers. Dear God, someone help me. What is the biggest takeaway you've had since binging the show? Like watching it top to bottom. Well, obviously I was very like extra critical on myself because when you're watching yourself you're just like oh my god like why did you move your hand that way you should have kept it down there but I think the biggest takeaway is just I think um if we were to go back for a season two which would be amazing um I could just be take more risks with Emily a little bit more I think there were some moments where I saw myself acting and I was just like you could have done so much more there and that's not a bad thing that doesn't mean it was bad that just Mm -hmm. means you know now I feel like I can dive deeper into the ocean. Yeah. To say. What is that relationship with you and Colleen on set? Is she directing? Is she giving notes? I mean, or is there, how does it work? No, she's very respectful, but she does wear every single hat a human being could wear. Um, And she always has. She always has. And, you know, here I am stressed out about my four pages of dialogue and (laughs) she's like doing, working costumes, working everything. Just, she, she doesn't direct because you know we had a director she, yeah. she was always very respectful of what he said she would only speak up when something really didn't fit yeah and I think I remember one time in particular and you know even I was like this is kind of strange but it's like um we have computer screens in the show that show images of YouTube okay and um there was one where it was just like it was supposed to just show a very final comment and it was literally just on a YouTube page and it was literally just text on a screen it was just a white screen with text that said, I hate you. And um, 
we were looking at it and Colleen was just like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is not what a YouTube page looks like. Like this is just text on a white screen. And they were like, right, right, right. But the computer's kind of broken. And she was like, but the computer's supposed to come back on. So it should look like a YouTube page. (laughs) And then they're like, right, right, right. And everyone was kind of looking at her. She was like, so can it look like a YouTube page, please? Because it's a YouTube page. So she never really stepped into the other departments unless she found something that was really just critical to the story for But her. she also knows that those little things matter. Those little things matter. They yeah. do. They do. Like, she... They matter to her fans because yes. they, they look at that stuff. They watch like I watch. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, Colleen, it's kind of a joke. But then, like, no. I've, I've met all of them via social media. It's been crazy, hasn't it's it? It's been crazy. And they really look at stuff. Like, yeah. they went back into her old vlog videos from Canada where I am like in the background somewhere. <laughs> like, just in a blurred image in the background. They're like, I found Francesca. And I was like, oh my God. Wow. It, it, but it's a different type of community. People feel like they know Miranda. And, and they I think know Colleen. That's it. And the way, I mean, Colleen shares her life on the internet mm-hmm. unlike anybody I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. By the way, like, a couple days after Haters Back Off came out on Netflix, it was either a couple days before or a couple days after, she posted a video, a vlog, uh, talking about her divorce. It was crazy. I mean, it was emotional, but she just shares and her life is out there and everybody knows everything. And it's, it's just a universe. It's a world around it. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if those people watched Haters Back Off like three or four times by now. Taking notes. Taking notes. Figuring it all out. Is it hard to take her seriously on set when she's dressed as Miranda, but she's like actually talking to you like a normal person? No, it's not hard to take her seriously. It was a little jarring at first, you know, because I had only seen Colleen as herself. And she's obviously like the most gorgeous human on the planet. So I only seen her just dressed in her like very cute outfits, hair like done, makeup on point, me looking like a slob usually. And then (laughs) she came to set and she was Miranda. And she was talking like herself, and it didn't yeah. really strike me as weird, but then we sat down to do our very first breakfast scene, and she just went, like, click, and she was in. And I kind of freaked out, because I hadn't, like, heard the voice so in such an extreme way. I mean, I heard it in auditions, but yeah. she was, like, in character, like, with the body and everything. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that voice. The voice. It's fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Have you learned anything from her? Have you learned anything from this experience? Like, what's your biggest takeaway from season one of Haters Back Off? Have I learned anything? Oh, my God. Well, it was my first job. I've learned, like, literally. First job? Like, third audition? I've learned, like, as much as you would hope to learn from an experience like this. I I learned so much from all of them. I learned hard work from all of them. Like, I, there are moments in college where I think we can all admit just kind of laziness happens. Laziness happens for sure, and, and you go so with it. and you just kind of yeah, you just kind of wing it. But um, right when I got to set, you would look at Steve, and he would be like in his, walking outside his trailer with his lines, really just like figuring out his body movements. You look at Eric, who's just incredible, and yeah. he'd find little things to do with Patrick, like little ticks and the way he moves his mouth and the way he looks at her. The transformation of what Eric looks like That's to what Patrick is. 
is I, we got. I got to show you guys the side by side. You would have no idea. Patrick is the, the love interest, Dan. Oh yes, zero idea. I mean, it was amazing. It really was cool. Yeah, he's like that hip, cool yeah. New York type dude. I watch Game of Thrones with, and then he goes Patrick, and it's like I feel so bad for you. <laughs> what, what's the guy? Who's the guy that uh, the put the, the, the guitar guy? Owen. Owen, what's he like in real life? Well, <laughs> well on the show, I, I was like, what a, is this? Like, who is he? I didn't have a ton of scenes with him. I think I only get to talk to him for a very brief time, but he's very much, you know, he's like, I don't want to say he's like his character because that doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> but like, he's like his character in the in the nice way when he's just kind of like, hey, yeah, like you should come join choir. He's kind of like that. He's like, hey, yeah, you, you're, you're new to Vancouver. You should go check out these places. You should. He's just a very nice guy. And same with um the young lady that played April and the girl that played my friend Clay, they're all just like, they're all very nice people. Yeah. I kept making the joke it's because they were Canadian, but it wasn't funny to them. <laughs> <laughs> they did not find it funny. But it probably was because they're it's Canadian. Just so nice. Okay. <laughs> Let's be real. Have you, have you received any negative comments about the show or read anything negative about it? No. I also, I didn't get the opportunity to really like read reviews they were more read at me <laughs> by my mom <laughs> good and bad. did she read only the good ones no she read all she read oh. all of them but um there there was nothing extremely negative more just exactly what i would have expected from yeah. reviews which was more like some people are really going to just like it and some people are really going to love it it's more just like you got to sit through the whole thing they're mm-hmm. saying exactly what i'm trying to tell people which is just watch the whole thing and then make your opinion don't yeah. watch the first episode and then be like well this is annoying and stop because it really is more than that. That was those were the reviews I kind of read. I know that the um, LA Times gave a really good review because yeah. my mom has four copies <laughs> framed, <laughs> framed, ready to go. She was like, "I bought three card. copies. They're here if you want them." I was like, "What am I going to do with three copies of the LA Times?" She's like, "I don't know. Read them." Uh, how has your mom and dad been taking it all? I mean, it, it's a big deal. <laughs> my mom love her to death she stayed up until midnight on thursday Aww. and then binged it all in one, one sitting like, in one oh mom <laughs> she went through it in one sitting and then went to all her meetings that friday morning just corpsed out um <laughs> and my dad's taking his time with it as because he works so he's doing the more reasonable thing which is <laughs> watching it in doses they're doing they're doing good they're very excited they don't really get the the world outside of it, like the social media world yeah. and like, you know, how how extremely involved her fans are. They don't yeah. really get it yet. Cause um I don't know. They it, they keep sending me all this weird stuff. One of her one of someone on Twitter put my like face on a ranch bottle. <laughs> <laughs> because Eric Stockland calls me Franch and has this joke with himself and kind of me where we're trying to get a million dollar deal with Hidden Valley Ranch. And Is then that someone on the, put, on the show? No, no, no. That's oh. just me. That's just me and Eric joking around. Um, but he's now someone. My face is on a ranch bottle. That that, they're trying to help you. They're trying to help me. They're but here my to support mom your goals. Saw that, and she was like, "I'm so confused. <laughs> How did that? Who made this in five minutes?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't know." Is that inspiring yet, or is it still kind of weird? Because, it's both. Okay. It takes a minute because in your first, you're just like, "Where did they get this photo? Yeah. Where did they get the time to do this?" <laughs> And but then you're just care. like, but you did. And then you sent it to me. That's so nice. And they'll watch this interview 
and they'll comment on the bottom how much they love you. And the guy who made that ranch bottle for you will probably watch this too. Oh, I hope that. Yeah, I do love it. I do love. It. I'm gonna frame it. I'm gonna. Frame it. it might be my Halloween costume this year. I might oh, just, that'd be great. That's a good one. Put that on a shirt. First season of Haters Back Off is down. Mm-hmm. A whole new world is now open to you. When you look into the future, what do you see? God, <laughs> what do I see? Um, well, I see a second season of Haters. Hell yeah. Which would be really awesome. It's needed. Netflix, do it. Come on now. It's so needed. Did you, you finished it? Oh, I'm so already needed. done. I'm already done. I know. I, now it, you're sitting there like, oh. If, 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 Netflix will probably do it, but if it, it, that show needs to live on somehow. If not, we'll just make it in That's room. it. We'll uh, <laughs> yo, but the other thing is, Colleen Lake wouldn't be down. Like, wouldn't not be down. She'd figure it out. Oh, like, yeah. I, th- no, I think that show deserves to live for, for a little bit. A, l- a while. Yeah. A while. Really? At least until we all kind of. Have kids. Was there anything you hated about Miranda when you first like researched the character? Probably the voice, but I've gotten used to the voice. Okay, used to it. It took a day, honestly. Yeah. It took like literally one full day just hearing her talk. I was watching the show with one of my friends last night, and she's like, "I don't know if I can stand her voice." But then after like the third episode, she's like, "She, you kind of just forget about it. it yeah. Just becomes part of the show." Yeah, you kind of just forget that it sounds strange. But I think that's that's a the reason I think the voice is so important is because I think it says something about just. People in general, you know, the minute mm-hmm. something sounds weird or looks weird, you like, like, okay, I don't really know if I want to do this. Yeah. But if you just like give it a second, it usually ends up not being that weird and you kind of get used to it really quickly, which is kind of what Miranda's whole spiel is. Like, you know, it's okay to be weird. It's okay to be strange. It's okay to be obnoxious at times, but. Did she, did she pick you as your sister or did somebody else do the casting? I think they all had a. I really don't know I, how I was. I would assume like it was her and like the executive producer and the director, you know, making the decision together. I'm going to assume it was all of them. I really don't know exactly how the casting worked. I just knew that I was, I was auditioning. It was the hardest audition I've ever had. Why is that? Well, um, I auditioned on tape in New York. Okay. Like my first thing was on tape. And so we sent that in and then I got all these notes. So I did a second tape and then they flew me out to do a test, and that was all fine. And then I flew back, and I was like, okay, now I wait to hear back from the test. And then they were like, okay, wait, we want to do a Skype session with her. So then wow. I was, like, sitting in my agency's, like, self-tape room with all these people on Skype, and Skype was so lagged. It was, oh. it was a nightmare. They were like, so you just, Emily, uh, Emotion, and I was like, okay, let's do this. And then they were like, uh, let's have the reader read on our end. I had someone in the room ready to read with me, and they're like, let's have the reader read on our end. And there was like a weird echo happening. So they'd be like, um, I'm here to meet my fans. And then you just hear, I'm here to meet my fans in the room. And I'd be like, well, you don't have fans here. I didn't know who to answer because there was like two voices happening. So it was just me being very like, oh. Darn. And then um, and then they flew me out again. Wow. And I had a full hour session or like a second test where it was just me and Colleen and the director was finally in the room and then the producers were all there and her brother was there and it was like I felt like everyone was there and they were we were like working this one scene in the school yeah. between me and her when I go up to her and talk about the meet and great I- and <laughs> we did that for an hour. Just over and over again, trying different things. And at that point, I was like, okay, I have auditioned for this like four times. <laughs> I refuse to lose. I came in with 
my backpack from high school. <laughs> cool. And I whipped on my reading glasses, which is where they got the idea for the glasses. Yeah. Because my, my old reading glasses looked exactly as horrifying as the one that <laughs> wears. And I was like, she's going to wear glasses now. We're really going to age her down. I, like, I was going in for like war. It felt yeah. like I was ready. I was like, this is like the sixth time. I'm refusing to lose. I have to get this part. And um, yeah, and then I left after an hour. Never been more exhausted in my life. And then I got back on a flight back to New York and literally waited a week in silence just... Oh. in silence and the casting director Dylan Brander who's the sweetest woman in the world had been emailing me all this advice pre-auditions uh-huh. she was just like you're gonna be fine just like you go in this day da, 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 da. here are your new sides and I was like my new sides and she's like you're doing these along with the old ones and I was like okay wow. and she's like you're gonna be great and kind of like a mom and then I sat for a week in silence and I was like this is horrible and then I was having breakfast with a friend in um New York, and I got the call and just frightened everybody. And Who called you? Leslie called me. My agent called cool. me. Cool. She was like, so. <laughs> it was so weird. She was like, so, uh, guess what? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was just, I had no idea. And she was like, you got that part and I was like what and I freaked out and then she's like don't freak out yet don't freak out yet we still have to do all the and then she started saying like agent terms and yeah. just kind of went Shh. and then a day later she was like alright so Francesca you're going to need to move out of your apartment because your flight for Vancouver is tomorrow and I was wow. like oh my god and then Paris over there helped me move out of my apartment in like a span of 24 hours wow my tiny New York Not that's that a friend a dude I know ride or die there. Not that there was a lot in there. It's a New York apartment. No. So you can't fit much yeah. in there. But um, we moved out, and then I hopped on a flight and left and just went over Amazing. to Amazing. And your parents are vibing with it. You're taking on this new life. My parents didn't really know what I was doing. No? I, well, then, you know, they were like, oh, your character's a secret. And my parents would just get, I knew, I was like, if I tell them exactly what I'm doing and, like, my role and everything, they yeah. get so excited that they'll tell people. And I don't want to get in trouble with my very first job. So I just said, hey, mom. Hey, I think I left them a voicemail. I was like, hey, guys, uh, I'm at the airport. I'm going to Vancouver. <laughs> wow. Bye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, mom, can you also set me up for a phone plan for Vancouver? Because I kind of need to go to use my phone. And. That's where we went. And then my mom came up and visited me one weekend, which was nice. Cool. I got a little homesick. And when do we think we're going to know if uh, Haters Back Off gets a season two? I don't know. That's the age-old question, it seems like. I'm hoping soon. Me too. I'm hoping that I'm saying soon now on... Just, like, put it out there into the universe, you know? They'll hear me. They. (laughs) The greater they. The Netflix gods. (laughs) Francesca, Haters Back Off. Tell everybody why they should watch it this weekend. Why should why does it deserve to be binged? It deserves to oh god, hold on. I know how to answer a question like this. Okay. Haters back off deserves to be binged. It's like a debate. It's like a debate. Oh god. Uh, Haters back off deserves to be binged because it has a storyline and a character that can literally reach out to anybody. It is not for just a specific person. Mm. It can reach out to anybody. If I have friends who like it who don't usually go for that type of thing, and my family likes it, I think there's a storyline in a person that everyone can relate to and have a good time watching. And I just think it's a fun watch until it gets sad. Then it's a sad watch. But I. But it's not sad. It's just reality. Yeah, right? but reality can sometimes be yeah. sad. Like, life 
can sometimes suck. And that's the point. And that's sometimes hard for people to watch because they don't want to see the bad part of life. Mm. But I mean, that's that's life. That's it. That's it. And also, what are you guys doing this weekend? Really? (laughs) Come on. Let's be real. Come on. (laughs) Election day is coming. Are we voting? Yes. I already voted. What, you, you, oh, nice. Mail in ballot? What'd you do? Mail in ballot. Did it. Who'd we vote for? She voted for Donald Trump. Look at her. <laughs> Obviously. I'm out here trying to make America real great again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started this thing with my brother where we just don't share who we vote for because I never know who I'm talking to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I literally never know who I'm talking to. So I voted. That's what matters. So we, everyone should vote. Wait, so you won't share who you voted for because you're afraid that the person on the other end might be like a crazy Trump supporter. You never know. Yeah. And you don't want to get into one of those heated arguments with, you know, a racist or a bigot or a crazy person. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Also, I don't. I don't really know how my ballot's going to be counted. I, I think I accidentally registered as a libertarian for the very first round of Interesting. voting. So they didn't even have a ballot for me when I first went. They were like, we don't have ballots for libertarians Oh, because they're anti-government. <laughs> so that would make sense. And I was like, well, how am I registered as a libertarian? And they were like, I don't know. And then I asked my brother and he was like, well, what did you like pick? And I was yeah. like, well, I'm a liberal. <laughs> so you went with uh, oh. And then they were just like, my brother was like, you are just an <laughs> but we're okay. We fixed it. We fixed okay. it. But I I, I'm pretty sure we fixed it all out. But it was a low moment in my adult career. <laughs> Francesca, I took a big loss. Francesca, real with an E. Reality. Well, reality. There you go. You're gonna really say real with an E every time. Francesca, you can. Reality. It's okay. No, it really is a beautiful name, and it deserves to be said right. Francesca, reality. What's on your mind, Dan? Nothing. I just want to know how Henry is. Who's Henry? I think that's your boyfriend. Saw it on Instagram. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you that's you. That's you. He's good. That's He's good. in Brooklyn. Oh, one of them Brooklyn people. How is he doing with all this? I think he's okay. I think. I think. I mean, do you, do you not talk to him? No. <laughs> How often are we talking now that you guys are on opposite sides of the country? We talk every day. Text or phone call? Both. Okay. How long on the phone usually? Talking Depends. periodics or like hour long convos? Depends. Depends what time it is. Okay. Sometimes I'm just waking up. Sometimes he's leaving. The time Why difference. The time difference can kill you. The time difference that is hurts. only three hours, but it's a killer. Yeah. It can really be a killer. It's the difference between day and night. It really is. It's like, like I get home at ten and I'm like, literally, literally it's early, and, but yeah. that's one a.m. Exactly. Out like a light. Asleep. Has you watched a show? We watched it together. There's a better of, jeez. Really? Mm-hmm. Was he here? Or did you go there? He was here. Um, he flew in one day after me for the premiere, and then cool. the release, and then we just kind of binged it. Weird watching with him. No, very helpful. He's he's um he's a very very talented director. So we, it was nice to what kind, watch with him. What is he doing? What kind of director is he? Is he like like movie TV movie? Movie. He has a short that um, went to Tribeca. Cool. Which was really cool. It's very. It's a dramatic short, but it's it's an amazing short, and um, I think it's online. And he's is he giving you notes on your performance? He would never just like give me notes unless I asked for them. Uh So, but it was nice to be able to have someone that I really trust, aside from my like my agent, that I could be like, "What did you think?" Honestly, and then have. Someone not just be like, oh, my God, well, you're amazing, obviously. Cause, Blow like, smoke up your ass. Yeah, because, yeah. like, you're my sister, and I love her. You're my daughter, and I love her, and you're my friend, and yeah. I like you. And um, <laughs> so it was nice to just be like, there are moments where I felt this way. How did you feel? And then yeah. have someone just give me a very honest opinion and 
just let me know what what was good and what didn't work and See, that's, that's very the only cool. way you can get better. No, you're, uh, d- yes, but I have friends that might not want those notes from their boyfriend or from their girlfriend because you know, I mean, you never know. You know, thing separate. You know, church and state, work and pleasure. Don't poop where you eat. That kind of stuff. You know, I don't know. I've never heard it. Don't poop where you eat, but that's a good one. Well, you can't, right? It's the truth. It's not recommended. Never it's not recommended ever. You're gonna get sick. You're gonna pink get eye, sick. vomit. Something's gonna go wrong. You know. You went there. Yeah. I, w- I went right there. Yeah. It usually does. <laughs> yeah. Francesca Rielli. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You're awesome. Dude. I mean, you said it a little Thanks. weird, but. Well, I was just trying to give it, you know, even more pizzazz than it already has. <laughs> so Fran- you did this first radio show. I'm sweating. Yeah, this was your first radio interview. So uh, how you feeling? I'm sweating. Okay. It's a little warm in here. Oh, okay. It's, it's not just warm. me. No, no it's, it's actually not sweating? warm at all. Was, I'm very comfortable. I was trying to be nice. You can be nervous. It's okay. You're getting a little red. <laughs> Haters back off. Seriously. <laughs> Stop looking at her. Haters back off. You got to watch it. Yes, you do. It, I, I want to say that it's one of my top three favorite shows of the year. You're phenomenal. You really, really are. Thank you. So I thank you for taking the time and watch it on Netflix. You, you got to check it out. It's it's well worth the binge and it's really enjoyable. So grab a friend, sit on your couch, haters back off. Francesca Reale, thank you. You're the best. <laughs> thank you for having me. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.